and thank you for tuning into the room where it happened an actual play podcast built on communal world building and having fun with friends today we are finishing our game of scum and villainy by strass asimovic and john labouf little with elements of beam saber by austin ramsay um you can check us out on Twitter at RoomwarePod. Uh, you can find uh, our cool website at RoomwarePod.cash. No, wait, sorry, .com. The Patreon is RoomwarePod.cash. And check out our cool Discord community, the link of which is below. With me today, as always, playing a wine is Danielle. Hi, I'm Danielle. I use she or they pronouns, and you can find me on the internet at RedtailTalk90. And playing D is Malia. Hello. I am the Malia. Play the D. And also, uh, you'll you'll never find me, so there's that. And playing Carrie is Richard. Hi, I'm Richard. You can find me on Twitter at Corvus underscore Azure, and my pronouns are he, him. And playing Winter is Anya. I'm Anya. I use they, them pronouns, and peace out. And playing... Molly is Shannon. I don't know why. I forgot. I don't know what I was going to call it. Like, I couldn't remember the name of the character. Uh, well, Two years. Well, hi. Yeah. I'm I'm Shannon. Um, I use she, her pronouns. I have a Twitter. It's at Big Mom Energy, but I don't post there. <laughs> no posting. And also, I'm, Brian. I for, oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, go also, on. I forgot to give my pronouns. There's she, her. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. Uh, and uh, I'm Brian he him uh all right so i last time <laughs> you guys uh you guys uh infiltrated uh a military stronghold um hacked it sent out a pulse to the entire universe to uh protect ai some from future sort of like remote control incursion uh then kidnapped the military head of the of the sector who is a wine's dad and then left uh and no merit helped you leave by doing Dying. a big sacrifice yep uh. uh that's oh you guys also threw two <laughs> in the processes you threw two asteroids at a military installation like um, a i don't i feel like i really should not leave that part out yes please uh, don't it's very important <laughs> our sweet um, babies so i guess we kind of kick off where we left off last time um so everybody's arriving back in sunbright uh, all the ships are landing in the quarry uh people are offloading Damaged parts, damaged folks. Um, some of the mechs got damaged in the fight, like the, the sentient fighting ones and the non-sentient fighting ones as well. Uh, a lot of ships took damage while you guys were kind of the, our main focus. A lot of fight happened and a number of other people were hurt and possibly killed as well. Um, kind of last to the party, I think, is Rex uh, with Max and the uh the haints and there's a lot of milling about and then kind of finally there's a bit of an all call and max is standing at the back of the ramp on the rex um and everybody's gathered around and max sort of starts out like so i'm not really the leader or the talking type i usually have sam do that he's more 
he's a lot more inspirational than I am. I'm 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 dour <laughs> by consa- by uh, comparison to Samson Shelby. But <sighs> today we did something amazing. We did something that people didn't think was possible anymore. We stood up out from under the boot that has been placed upon our neck since before many of us could remember. And we all, not all, but most of us, know what this feeling is like. And it might be scary because it's the same feeling we had years ago when we tried to do this before, but we have something different now. We aren't just fighting for our own messy ideas of what living on our own is. We have people we're fighting for. We have something bigger. And we know the true face of the thing that we're staring down. So we did good today. And I don't know how cold of a comfort that is to some of you. Because I know. And I think Max looks really sort of like harrowed for a moment. And kind of swallows hard. I know that we lost people, good people. People that we cared about. Because there's not a single person any of us would take on to a crew up there to fight with that we didn't care about. That we didn't trust So, get your things together and mourn. And then later tonight, celebrate the lives of those people. Tomorrow morning, we're going to have to get ready. Because today was only the first day. And we kicked one hell of a hornet's nest. The difference is today, tomorrow, A week from now, we're going to be ready for that response. All right, thanks. And Max sort of steps off of the of the ship, uh, kind of like back and into the thing. We don't really see them, but there's like tears welling up and kind of trickling down and everything. And um, I think. We're going to just go ahead and cut to the funeral for no merit, which I, um, I have no idea. It occurs to me I have no idea what this looks like because there's like not much, I, I guess probably because no merit didn't actually wear a cowboy hat, uh, <laughs> I don't know what's left of no merits stuff that wasn't with no merit. <laughs> um, cause he had his guns. What about the star that he, his like badge that he shot up? I assumed, I, I guess so in my head, he had gotten rid of that. Okay. Cause it was, it, it no longer held any use for him anymore. What if, um, and hear me out. Mm-hmm. 
um, what what if what if Max found it and held on to it? Maybe, but also I don't. I <laughs> personally don't necessarily want like the fact that no merit. Uh, became like a tool for the thing that he fought against was always like no merit see, saw as a personal failure and was part of the like dissension of that character to hit rock bottom before rising you know what okay. I mean gotcha. yeah so it's not what? the thing to represent him yeah mm-hmm. I guess there's not there's one <laughs> there's just a, a picture right there's a picture of no merit and a bottle of Jack Daniels <laughs> oh my god this feel, this is feels it, now is it a bottle of Jack Daniels or is it like varying filled amounts that different people have bought, brought to honor him oh that would be great it's a picture of no merit and just a bunch of shots yes <laughs> love it Christ uh huh <laughs> fucking communion at the at the goddamn funeral i think it's kind of it's probably in the rottweiler um and everybody is standing around um the the picture has been kind of set up and otherwise i guess it kind of feels like a funeral you know what i mean um and uh Everybody is, I don't think there's any chairs because like there's not like, it's not like the, uh, the Shelby's keep a a number of lawn chairs to be able to set up to hold events in the bay of, uh. It's like if there's chairs there, it's ones that people have brought themselves. Right. BYO chair and and your own shot of liquor. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but probably there are still people standing and stuff like that. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, where, where, I guess, about in this do we find, find you, D? Um, I think really not only because, like, D's not comfortable talking in front of people, but mm-hmm. also is just, like, in general, uncomfortable uncom- uh, with, like, sad feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she'd probably be in the back somewhere leaning against a wall. That's cool. Uh, Winter, uh, are you mm-hmm. are you attending the funeral of one no merit Vernal? Yeah. Okay. Where do we find Winter about in this? Uh, probably also in the back, but on like a different outskirt than D, because Winter uh still is learning about feelings. True. This is probably the first funeral Winter's ever attended. Yeah. Uh. Or, uh. Actually, is this like the. I mean, it's not like Winter is, uh, considering the uh, crew that Winter rolls with, it's not like Winter is, like, uh, unfamiliar with death, but I don't, is this, like, the first close person to Winter who has died, I imagine? Or not Uh, close, obviously you're not close, but, like, you know, someone you're acquainted with, you know what I mean? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, I feel like, too, based on the business, like, I mean, you can argue this if you don't feel like so, but, like, it's like, I feel like Winter might have seen people die, but a funeral isn't a typical thing in our line of work. Right. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Where, I guess, do we find Carrie, does Carrie want to say some words, or is Carrie just kind of here for the, here to pay respects, or what's going on? I think Carrie is just here. 
Okay. Just kind of chilling out. Did you bring your own chair? Or uh, they did not provide yours. You had to bring your own chair? <laughs> no. Carrie just leans against the back wall. <laughs> so many. That back wall is so crowded. There's a lot of people on that back wall. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Max steps up after everybody sort of settles in. And is looking, uh, I mean, sad, like red eyed. They've been crying, but they're not like distraught, right? Like there's a soldier. You, I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to lose people. And uh, Max has already, in a sense, lost no merit once before. You know what I mean? And um, is used to feeling loss. Uh, it doesn't make it hurt any less, but they can remain composed. Uh, and they sort of step up. There's no microphone. <laughs> Why would there be a microphone? Um, they sort of step up and they go. I um knew no merit, I guess, longer than most. Um, I, th- I think except for Palladium. Uh, I've probably known no merit for the longest. And at a lot of different times in our lives, we meant a lot of different things. To one another. And. It feels weird that he's gone. Right? That's how it always feels that. The loss doesn't sink in till later. But even then. It may not sink in for me. It may not sink in till much later. Because I got very used to not talking to Nomare. For long periods of time we would float in and out of each other's paths. But, anyways. uh, They sort of look down and wipe their forehead and uh, look back up. No Merit was a guy who was never quite comfortable being comfortable. Uh, He couldn't leave things well enough alone. It's what led him to join the coalition back before the war. It's, frankly, what led him to make bad decisions a lot of times. And he would admit that. Restlessness is a hell of a fucking thing. But, um... But... It's also the thing that sort of brought out his best angels. It's the thing that made him give up what could have been a good life and help somebody, and they kind of look at Palladium, help somebody that needed them, needed him. And it was the same feeling of not wanting to be comfortable that drove him to come to us. To join this thing, to get arrested on our behalf, to join up with the Shelbys, to do something. And probably at the end, from what I understand, it's the thing that made no merit choose to help a bunch of other people instead of getting himself out. So, and they kind of hold up a shot and they're like, let's hope the rest of us never get 
too comfortable being comfortable either. And they throw back the shot, pour another one, set it next to the picture of no merit. Uh, I think there are some, um, some other folks who uh, wanted to, to speak as well. Kind of like gestures at Molly and, and, and steps away from uh, nothing. There's no podium. It's just Max standing up there talking. <laughs> It's just like a fucking, like, a box, like one of those little wooden boxes that they keep fruit and shit in. Yeah, just just oh. something. They were like, uh, we we had to make this look like a funeral, I guess. Oh, my God. They, <laughs> they, call, they call on Molly first. I guess, yeah. You're in the front row, unfortunately. <laughs> you're the most, like, scanning, you're the, like, moat you pop so, so much by comparison to everybody else. Okay, this is probably also Molly's first funeral. Like, she hasn't seen, uh, she, she's seen people die, she's killed people, but this is the first time that there's there's been this, probably. And she's, like, really pale under her freckles, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, gosh. So she she walks up and she's got like a mason jar of clear mm-hmm. liquid and she pours a shot and sets it in front of No Merit's picture and she pours a shot for herself and tosses it back and she she looks at the audience. Is that what we call people who are there for a funeral? Is the audience? The congregate, I, I, maybe. I, God, I don't know. The, the, the gathering. I yeah. The ga- I yeah. Guess. This is the yeah. You look at the gathering of the juggalos. Oh God. <laughs> 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 whoop No merit. Noted juggalo. Fuck Brian. Why? Down with the clouds to win the ground. I can't. I can't laugh. I can't laugh during this. Okay. So she she looks at at the at the gathering and she says. My name's Molly McGee, and I killed this man. Hi, Molly. I've, I'm sorry. It's okay. I've killed a lot of people in my time. But I didn't mean to do this one. The first time I met No Merit... I made fun of his name and I shot him, not in that order, but he didn't die that time. And then we went to jail. Together. (laughs) And I sure did think he was a son of a bitch, but I didn't mean to get him killed. He was a sad cowboy. Saddest, in fact, that I think I've ever met. And if I hadn't asked him to get involved in this horse shit, he'd still be with us. But when you've seen as many people die as I have, and when you've been on the business end of a gun as many times as I have, kind of take a different look at shit like this. But today, it's not making it any easier. So all that I can say about this sad cowboy is I fucking killed him. 
but he went out with his boots on and that's what he would have wanted. And she takes another shot and she goes and sits down. And I think Max sort of nods uh, and pats you on the leg of Molly to sort of like be like, it's okay. And then sort of looks over at Cooper, who's looking around anxiously trying to figure out who wants to go and talk next and gestures at them to, to, to go on up. So Coop steps up, looking pretty nervous, face pale. It's clear that uh, they've probably been crying at some point already today and are probably going to cry some more. And they pull out a piece of paper from one of their pockets, glance up at the people around them and then quickly return their attention back to the piece of paper and uh, start to speak. Um, I ain't one much for talking in public. Uh, ain't too practiced at funerals neither. Um, not for a lack of cause, but more... Uh, well, there's something to be said about being able to grieve with folk, if that makes um, <laughs> if that makes sense, I guess. Um, but for all words out my thing, I thought it only right that I should say a few words here. Um, me and no merit. I'm sure plenty of folks knew him better, but, uh, you know, had a habit of uh, tough talking with each other, mostly me to him. Um, but I would listen to him, and he would listen to me, and uh, I don't know much about the life he had before crossing paths with us, but um, I know we carried a lot of weight, uh, grief, guilt for being around when others weren't, but uh, despite all that, he always seemed, well, once you gave him his ass a kick in the right direction, that... um. He was willing to, to put the work in if you maybe gave him an idea of what work needed doing. I know he weren't the easiest man necessarily to like, but uh, I mean, I sure did. I know a lot of folks here did too. I hope that he knew how much folks around here cared for him and uh, how much he's going to be missed. Um, I, I've got this song that uh, I always, I've always, well, I liked a lot um, and I think no more would have liked it too. Or he would have seen it as me calling him out on his bullshit, but uh, he seemed to like when I did that too, so uh, 
I figure it, uh, it'd be uh, pretty apt. And Coop uh, gives a nod and an older woman who was part of the breakout from Harlan steps up to join them carrying a guitar and Coop that embarrassment sort of settles a little heavier uh, steadies himself with a breath just like I hope y'all forgive me I, I ain't really sung in public before but uh, they lock eyes with this older woman who begins to play and Coop begins to sing and it's a song called Back to Eden by Shawnee Kilgore and it's not easy necessarily for Coop to get all the way through it but they managed to and as the last notes fade into their surroundings they uh, give another nod and then go back to their seat between their siblings i think at this point max is pretty pretty much crying but not like openly weeping but like tears streaming down their uh their, their faces they give sort of a similar gesture to uh to to Sam who is much like his sibling looking around waiting for somebody to uh to kind of give the go ahead or to go up no merit for null was a good man he was real old school kind of guy a gunslinger and the world moved on he was a soldier men who knew what he'd signed up for even if you didn't. He was a man who didn't deserve the hand life played him. He was a man who'd known a lot of sorrow even before I met him. A man who'd learned what hopelessness tastes like. If there's one thing I hope that I did for him, it was helping him believe again. He was a man who'd lost too much and who didn't deserve to lose more. He was a man who deserved to see the fruits of his labor take root and bloom. To enjoy the shade of the world that we built together. By God, at least he will rest in it. No man Renal was a man ill-named because I never met a man more excellent. He'd hate to be a martyr, so we'll remember him a hero. The work ain't yet done, and the going's getting harder. But we're going to press on for the ones we've lost. This ain't going to be in vain. We'll make him proud. For no merit. I would imagine that would be an appropriate time to throw back the shot. Yeah, <laughs> everybody in the audience takes a shot. Right? <laughs> Anytime you feel like crying, you take a shot. Uh, God. <laughs> like... Uh, no merit like it. funeral drinking game. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean the the end there does feel like a group toast mm-hmm. to no merit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think D would definitely hold up their own shot of questionable <laughs> liquid and 
Right. <laughs> Molly hugs him on his way back to his seat and is like, you're better at talking than I am. Uh, and kind of wipe, wipes kiss. a tear. <laughs> now kiss. Uh, they can kiss. They're completely capable of doing yeah. it. It is true. It's, yeah. You don't kiss at a funeral. Sometimes when you're sad, you need to kiss. I mean, you usually you usually don't do shots at a funeral either. So, <laughs> Hey, listen here. Irish wakes. <laughs> Valid. Um, okay. All right. I think the funeral kind of breaks into like, you know, the, the the post service funeral milling about. I don't know if this is true for other cultures funerals. I've only been to weird southern funerals <laughs> where everybody mills about mm-hmm. and occasionally you go back to somebody's house and eat a million casseroles. Mm-hmm. I f- feel like that's normal yeah, funeral that's... culture across the board. Probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you cry and then you go get some potato salad. Yeah. That's pretty much mm-hmm. what, what southern funerals are. Yep. All right. Um... D. Where uh where is it that you find the crew to deliver the news that you have? I feel like it would probably be after the funeral and after everyone's dispersed cuz I feel like it wouldn't be right to do it during the funeral. Uh I think maybe like a goodbye D is going to make food for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So we're all in the in the um, in the mess hall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Good. 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 What do you make yeah. for them? Um, fucking Dino Nuggies and mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it's very salty. Of course. This this honestly feels like the kind of food you would find on a spaceship. Just like yep. freeze-dried yeah. reconstituted dino nuggies and then like dried pasta because it's light and it doesn't take a whole lot of resources to like bring back up to to snuff. Mm-hmm. And then the dehydrated cheese that you mm-hmm. <laughs> that you reconstitute with water. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, dino nuggies and mac and cheese. Nice. Mac and cheese with the chicken strips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, but <clears throat> do you just like call us down like I made dinner or or what? <clears throat> yeah, I guess. Hey, everybody! I made a delicious dinner for no reason at all. <laughs> <laughs> Tacking my head. Nailed smooth. it. Smooth. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, uh, okay, D. thank you for cooking. Yeah. Molly's already filling a plate. It probably needs more salt. I don't think so. Put salt on table. <laughs> <laughs> Winter will open their chest cavity and put just pour the bowl of mac and cheese inside. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you, D. Please, oh, God. <laughs> I don't know why I hate that so much. <laughs> I was hoping someone would. <laughs> Honestly, like, my mental image of that is you put it in there and then the, like, very slow crusher thing goes down really slow and slowly. I have forgot it. that we established that that Winter has a pneumatic, like, the, you know, 1,000 ton pneumatic press in their chest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that. <laughs> so it's just happens. real there's a lot of squishing noises it's great uh, yes that that is exactly my mental image that i had thank Winter's you Winter's maintaining eye contact <laughs> prolonged eye contact prolonged eye contact <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody's here uh eating in horrible ways this sure is good. You should cook more often. You know what I'm saying? It sure probably does have a taste, I am sure. <laughs> like, maybe we should put ourselves on a rotation of who cooks each month. Like, like you know, do a chart, and then everybody takes a turn. I could go ahead and make that. Wait, you guys don't already do something like that? Who cooks every night? Whoever feels like it, usually. I think D should cook twice a week. This is so good. <laughs> you just gotta, you just gotta, you just gotta pull the band-aid off. We just, we gotta do this. They're gonna be okay. Uh, just, they'll understand. They're your friends. I, I can't. <laughs> Oh, I understand if Maybe it's too much of a more. commitment. Like, that's a lot of time. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just got really excited about your food. No, 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 no. Uh. <laughs> Good. Are you okay? Um. Yeah. Great. Uh. Winter uh, takes your temperature. Like, she is not great. <laughs> Just like stuck the, the thing in my mm. ear or like under my armpit. No, I don't have a fever. I have anxiety. <laughs> what? That's There's a, a difference. I will look that up and make sure I understand in the future. My apologies. <laughs> I mean, it, it's fine. You probably don't need to. Uh, I don't have a fever. I have anxiety. I need a t-shirt with that on it. <laughs> um, see, the thing is, is that uh, Tack told me that like sometimes food makes bad news or news or things like easier to, uh, yeah. Are you okay? Why are we getting bad news? I mean, someone did die. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, yeah, there's that, but that's that's not, um, I mean, like, maybe it's not necessarily bad news. I mean, it, it could be good news. I mean, there's good things about the news. Cool. Sometimes. D, you've just got to tell them. <laughs> what is the news, D? Uh, okay, I can do this. The Band-Aid. I'm going to rip it off. All right, I'm leaving. <laughs> And then Dee's just going to, like, smash their face down in the macaroni and cheese on their plates. Nailed it. <laughs> what? Tack in your head. Oh, that was actually pretty good. You did a really good job. 
<laughs> this is really good for cheese. You're leaving where? I mean, the planet? What are you? I mean, we're all going to leave the planet. She doesn't want us anymore, bud. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. No, I mean, like, you guys are great now, but. No, that's not what I mean. I mean, uh, I talked to Palladium and, like, I think that Tack and I can do more stuff to help different. Ah! This is hard! It's going about as well as expected. Okay, take it. Take a deep breath. (laughs) Are you. What? Take a deep breath. There's no judgment here. This is a judgment-free zone. Just... Angarad sitting in the corner, considering. Tell us us what's going on. (laughs) Um... So it's like... It's like when I started out, like... I didn't really think about, like, robots and AI and all of that. And then I met Tack, and it's like, things mean, uh, things are different for me now. Things, Tack is important to me. And knowing that there are other beings out there like tech and some that like don't even know what they are yet and like I know we got the coding out there to defend people but not knowing that they're completely safe like I have to I I have to try and get out there and do that stuff. And I feel like while, like, I'm not saying I'm going straight-laced or anything, but it's like I feel like if I'm here, I won't be able to completely focus on that. And this is important to us. Well, D... When it comes to times like this, there's only one fucking thing I can say, goddammit. And you know what that is? Congratulations. Slowly choose macaroni and cheese. I'm serious. Congratulations. (laughs) You're living your dream. You're taking a turn. That's great. Good. I'm so poisoned by anime that all I'm picturing in my head is the Evangelion congratulations scene. But it's a line and then Molly and then Winter. Oh no, I don't know what you're talking about. There there's a uh a, a classic scene from like the the uh end of the regular series of Evangelion when everything becomes like a psychedelic mess and Shinji is becoming one with the universe through human instrumentality uh and he's considering his life and then there's a scene where every member of the cast goes congratulations and claps but in a creepy robotic way. Oh my god. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I, mean, I know, so but I'm, I know what you meant. I'm just poisoned Fuck. by Evangelion. 
Yeah, yeah, it's like that's fair. It's good at doing. Oh my that. god, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. No, no, you're fine. We're all just horrible weeds. Uh, uh, thank you. Next, you're welcome. Uh, thank you. Uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Tax like, yeah, you yeah. nailed it. See, I told you they would understand. Yeah. We've uh, got friends now. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. Yeah. Uh. Um, I think Alwine will uh, say something along the lines of, like, now, of course, uh, you can leave the ship. We're not going to hold you here or anything or hold it against you. You're going off to do now. awesome things. Um, if you ever want to come back for however long, you got a place here. Or just for a visit, like, don't be a stranger. You know, we'd love to see you and catch up and. Yeah. 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 Winter would hold out a hand oh. and be like, don't be a stranger. Dee's just like, you're right, we do have friends. <laughs> this is going to, like, <laughs> awkwardly take Winter's hand. But, like, instead of a handshake, it's, like, with both hands. And they're just, like, not shaking it, but, like, holding it in a way of, like, <laughs> I have friends. <laughs> As that goes on, Winter will, like, turn their head. Like, just, it rotates on its, like, axis or whatever <laughs> to Awai and be like, I'll never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. I hold on. <laughs> Good question. Uh, uh, depends. <laughs> I think after a very, a very abnormal amount of time, Dee's finally like, "Oh yeah, this isn't what, this isn't how this is due." Uh, th- thanks. You are truly a sweet human, and you have a very sweet computer living in your brain. Oh, thank it's you. It's true. Yeah. Look after each other. In the end, that's all we got. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're connected by the same body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. Cool. Well, all right. That got awkward. I'm sorry. I really care about them. It's, <laughs> but also when that's you're true. In a state of constant, you know, uh, good times. I'm sorry, Jack. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> yes, I guess. <laughs> no, not I guess. Uh, okay. Okay. Good. I guess. We great did it. Molly, Molly, like does a round of. For she's a jolly. Go- Wait a minute. For there's some jolly good fellows, because there's two of you. For there's some jolly good fellows. <laughs> there's two, two of you. That's the new line. <laughs> <laughs> Molly never change. Okay. Does anybody have any other scenes that they want to do? Yeah, I think Aline would want to have a scene with Carrie. Okay. Where is this happening at? Um, where is Carrie spending most of their time? Where are we at right now? 
um, we're in Sunbright uh, kind of post-mission stuff. So you can basically be anywhere. Like, I I imagine this is happening within the same day of arriving back at Sunbright from your uh, from the mission. So uh, you can either be I would imagine Carrie would either be like on the Wyvern in the Med Bay doing something or possibly out because like, you know, you guys weren't the only people participating in this fight and nor were you the only people who got hurt in this fight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once the crew's been seen to then Carrie would move to the township to just do general medical aid. Are you doing just general medical aid or the people from Sunbright kind of show up and be like, so I've got this rash, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you're not actively bleeding, come back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing about the rash. Oh, no. <laughs> Christ. All right, then. Let's step back behind the curtain and let's <laughs> see what you've done to yourself. <laughs> ah, horrible space rash. Crash. <laughs> Sprash. All right, well, that's where you find Gary, (laughs) I guess. Uh, So, Alain waits until Carrie is uh, unoccupied by patients. Um, Maybe they bring them their lunch or something. Um, And... They, uh, like, hand over the Tupperware uh, and kind of lean back in their chair to look up at Carrie. Um, And they say, uh, doing all right there, Doc? You know, hanging in there, doing the job. Clearly. Uh, I've spoken to Max, uh, and they have a variety of additional projects they think we would be suited for. Uh, And I think I'm intending to take them up on that offer. What kind of jobs? Most of the same stuff we've been doing. Go to a place, save a person, start a riot, steal a thing. You know, the usual. The usual. I would like it it to be noted, Max has never wanted you to go to a place and start a riot. You just do that every time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And, uh, you know, the the kind of things that'll need doing what with the core bringing everything to bear now. Am I still going to have time to sing now and again? Oh, yeah. Yeah, then I'm in. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, frankly, I don't know what I would do without you on board. So I'm very glad 
uh, that you're willing to stick with us. Of course, I'll need to talk to Caddy and see what they want to do. That's fair. Uh, I know Winter is planning to stay. Um, so I expect Pound will want to stay as well. Um, but yeah, we'll have we'll have to talk to Caddy and Bandit. Okay. Though, I gotta say, no combat drops for at least three months. I could not agree with you more. <laughs> <laughs> Max uh, would also like it to be noted that 90% of the time the combat you guys get into is your fault, not theirs. <laughs> <laughs> Max isn't here to note anything, so I can make up any story I want. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and uh, I think they uh, kind of sigh and they look up at you and they go, um, we're going to have to revise my physical therapy too. Uh, turns out when you aren't able to do your physical therapy and also you're putting yourself through hell you regress a little bit so we'll need to address that oh that'll be a delight <laughs> I promise because you are after all such a cooperative patient <laughs> I promise I won't punch you this time huh. <laughs> right wearing my armor got it <laughs> Uh, I think that's what I wanted out of the scene. What about you, Richard? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else we want to do today? A wine? You you had a scene with Winter, correct? That you wanted yeah. to do? Yeah. Okay. And I think yeah. I know what Winter does after all this, too. It's like a closing scene for Winter. Okay, cool. Sick. Yeah. Um, do you want to lead off or... Uh, I mean, I can. It, I don't know what your thing is about, so I guess it just depends. Uh, well, what do you what do you want to? What should we build up to for you? I guess. Uh, well, I know winter is gonna basically start like. I don't know if consultation services is the right word for it, but winter is gonna start like a support group, maybe. <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, to teach robots and other AIs about coming to terms with their sentienthood. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. I just had the best idea uh, is like, it's still the white room thing, but now instead of it being a completely white room, it's just like got like the hang in there kitten poster and different things like that. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I guess winter becomes a therapist. Oh my god, I love it! <laughs> Uh, are they staying on board the wyvern? Yeah, winter would stay. I think uh, they have to take some stops sometimes. Like, oh, I've got a client mm -hmm. here. Uh, pick me up at the end of the weekend or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I'm assuming okay. you guys are still 
functionally part of the rest by the waters group. Yeah. Okay. And like, I mean, you can bounce. They, they, they're not going to stop you. The important, like, well, not really the important. There's in fact a great, a great scary thing coming down the line, but, uh, yeah. If, if our line would, uh, allow winter to stay, winter would stay. And basically just like, sometimes winter would be gone for like a couple days at a time to do a job. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so I think what happens is uh, we see Alwine wheel down to the engine room um, to find Winter. Um, and they... Uh, they don't barge right in. They kind of like hover at the doorway and knock on the door frame um, to be invited. Uh, the door's open, so Winter will look mm-hmm. on over like, oh yeah, come on in. Um, and they wheel over uh, and they I think they kind of just like watch you for a little while. Um, and I think at this point, Winter's already started this consultation business. So maybe is like working on lesson plans or something, just like holding up a card. Like, do you think this would be helpful if you were learning about your sentience? (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't know if I'm the best person to ask winner. (laughs) You know what? That's fair. I'll bring it by pound later. Yeah. You could also probably ask the wyvern. Uh, I'm sure they would be happy to offer some insight that is a great idea (laughs) uh how are you holding up i think good uh emotions are new to me i think good (laughs) It's, we won. For some definitions of one, yeah. Uh, I don't, uh, I guess I just want you to know that I want to support you in whatever thing you decide to do from here on. Uh, I think I'm still gonna be flying with the rest by the waters group. Uh, So if you wanna stay, you are more than welcome to stay. Uh, or if you want to be set up with your own ship, we can, I can do that. I'll find the funds, uh, or, or whatever else, uh. one. Yes, Winter. one, you're my family. I'm not going anywhere. I mean, I may have to go for a couple days at a time, but. I'm not permanently going anywhere. I'm not permanently. <laughs> Honestly, traveling makes my new service 
even more accessible. <laughs> and the rest by the waters group has proven that they stand for the same thing that I do. So I think this is exactly along. I think they tear up a little oh, bit. God. <laughs> That's great. So yeah. Adorable. Yeah. Winter will like put their hand uh, on Owen's shoulder, just like, look, I defected with you once before. We're in this together now, right? For as long as you'll have me, Winter. Absolutely. Look, <laughs> I've got a. I've got to get my uh, pro tips on how to have emotions and also how to buy things off the internet. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes those go hand in hand. How? <laughs> how do you expect me to ruin everyone's credit score? <laughs> Literally every. <laughs> it was a little surprising how bad it got, even though I'm a criminal. Uh- <laughs> You're welcome. It's it's like golf, right? The lower the number, the better it is. Uh, You've bought so many things. Look at all the credit you have now. <laughs> By the way, if frankly, how did you get a credit card as a criminal? Like, oh, look, those offers show up like once a week. <laughs> you just keep getting new cards. Also, if you hit to replace if the you other get ones. any phone calls, ignore them. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to those people. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Thank you for having me here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I that's that's kind of really all I wanted is just that. Uh, Oh, and I don't want to go anywhere you're not. Oh, and I think God. I think we've got a lot still left to do. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What's that one <laughs> meme with like the fists joining in the center and the sun behind yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. And like Winter will hold up the lesson plan idea to one of the like ship uh, surveillance cameras, just like, what do you think, Livy? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what did you mean? Wait, what? <laughs> did you call me? <laughs> it's a pet name. I researched those. They're fun. People like them. You like them. <laughs> hmm. Let me, uh, oh. let me think. No, I fucking don't. <laughs> Winter begins scribbling. Does not like pet name. <laughs> Now I feel like it's canon that Winter is going to give the Worven a different pet name every time until... Gotta find yep, the right until, one. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Good. Good. Mercy. Uh, I think that might be seen. Everyone cry now. <laughs> That's adorable. But like cry because you're happy. <laughs> That was super cute. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. We're here to murder mm. August. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> um, 
while we're rolling, <laughs> did you want to go ahead and do the the Molly and and um, and Owine? Sure. Sure. Okay. Okay. So, like, I didn't vision this for the end, but it doesn't have to be, but it can be wherever it makes sense or, okay. or mm-hmm. what have you. Um, so, um, <clears throat> and I'd also kind of thought of it happening in the cockpit of the wyvern. Did That makes sense, okay. yeah. Okay, so what's, um, what, what is Owain doing when this occurs? Uh, I think they are doing some cursory pre-flight checks. Um, so we're about to head out? Not like about to, but like in the next week or so, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, at least maybe there's like a short trip that needs to happen, Mm -hmm. um, like to resupply or something. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're, they're doing just some kind of cursory pre-flight checks to make sure that everything is in good enough shape to fly. Cool. Um, so Molly kind of like does the little dancey dance down the hallway um, into the cockpit and then like sits down in, I guess, the co-pilot seat and puts her feet up on the console. <laughs> oh, and glares at her. <laughs> And then she huffs and is like, I hate to say it, Owain, but I'm fucking bored. Uh, all right. I, is there something you want me to do about that? Well, I mean, what are we doing? What's, what's next? What's the plan? Do we have stuff? What comes next? <laughs> I miss crime, uh, Owain. I miss crime. Owain blinks at her. Uh, <laughs> Did, <laughs> was usurping the government not enough crime? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're not sure where to start with this whole thing. Um, and... They say, well, I'm fixing to go resupply from a town on the other side of the planet, but it ain't crime. You're welcome to come. I mean... I'll come, but is this it? Like, are we, what are we now that we're not doing crime or that the big bad is done or Uh, what do we, what do we even do and how do we make it not boring? Molly, we started a war. 
We did not end one. Mm. <laughs> uh, I, I imagine there's going to be a lot to do very soon with regards to that. And I kind of intend to continue to work with the rest by the waters group. Okay. I I don't know. We're just doing a lot of sitting around. And when I say crime, I don't necessarily mean like, you know, crime, crime. I mean, well, I mean Petty something crime. a little bit more exciting than sitting around in my hometown with my thumb up my ass. Things will pick up soon, I have no doubt. Uh, I that there's a lot to get ready for and put into motion, and a lot of organizing to start and. And as they go, they, like, start, continue to list things. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> they have clearly thought a lot about this. Um, and as they list things, they just sound more and more and more tired. Um, and uh, I think, finally, they... They go... Um, Frankly, I'm enjoying a little bit of rest. By the waters group. <laughs> God damn it. No, Molly's enjoying a little bit of the rest by the waters group. <laughs> a lot of bit of the rest by the waters group. Um, Owen, do you know what you just sounded like? What, you Molly? You sounded like somebody with a to-do list. Yep. You sounded like a bureaucrat. Frankly rude. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, I don't think that that's your, um, or our, um, strong suit. Well, maybe it'll have to be my strong suit, Molly. Does the, it have to be? Or is there is there more action-oriented stuff we could ask the rest by the waters group to send us after? Surely, to goodness, there's some kind of trouble we can be getting to out there. Molly, I can't really walk anymore. The past few months of... Everything has resulted in some progression a little faster than it had been usually. It, I'm not saying we can't get up to shit, because I'm sure shit will find us and we will absolutely have to answer it. But I can't go 
being the same kind of looking for trouble person that I have been. Okay, so Molly takes her feet down off the console um, and leans forward towards Owine and says, Ever since I've known you, you've been able to do what you wanted to do, even when it was hard. And I knew it was hard for you, harder than it is for me. And I've always trusted you to know your limits. But I wonder, when I hear you talk about the stuff you have to do, if that might not be wearing on you about like the things that you think you can't do. We've found ways before. You've found ways before. And maybe just because you, your limits have changed doesn't necessarily mean that you're done. What do you think about maybe just for a little bit giving that to-do list to somebody who doesn't mind a to-do list and seeing if there's some kind of a useful adventure out there that we could figure out. What do you think? So long as it's a useful adventure, Molly. When have you ever known me to not be useful, Owine? Uh, define useful. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, entertaining is useful, is it not? Sure. (laughs) We can include that in the definition. Yeah. So. We've got this resupply mission going on. And then what if we stayed out just a hair longer? And saw if there was anybody that needed help. That sounds good. I'm glad you see it my way. (laughs) And I think that's scene. Feel like scene? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. I guess as we're going around the ship, uh, as our sort of like final look in on everybody, uh, where do we find... What's sort of our last snapshot for for you, D? Um, I think the last snapshot for D is like they've just finished packing up their bag on the Orvin and they're walking out mm-hmm. towards the exit of the cockpit. 
Oh, do they nice. do they turn around? Do they look back? And kind of do a sigh? <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I was thinking that exact thing, <laughs> kind of like, uh, but Jesus. then like probably tack in the back of their head is like they did say you could come and visit. Yeah, we're not mm-hmm. going away forever. We're just going away for a while to do good work. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. We maybe maybe we can make Dino Nuggies and mac and cheese for them again sometime. <laughs> Please give my uh, chest cavity a break. <laughs> so hard to clean. Very hard to clean. Squishing noises intensify. <laughs> uh, where do we find you, Winter? Uh, I think the last scene of Winter is in their uh, their bunk. What what is their room called? Their quarters, ha. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it's cool with maybe pound, uh, and they're both just like curled up on the bed together watching some YouTube, and there's just like papers full of lesson plans and uh, all the various planning for winter's upcoming groups scattered around just everywhere. <laughs> What a beastly fucking bed that has to be. <laughs> I mean, it, it had a special winter. made. <laughs> it's got a whole winter, so. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. The, this is the yeah. content I'm here for, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good shit. Shit. Alrighty. Um, Molly, where do we find you? Um, I think that as D is is walking out of the wyvern, mm-hmm. um, Molly is um, giving Sam a goodbye kiss um, there on the on the ramp. Um, mm-hmm. Like the the situation where like the the taller person kind of picks up the smaller person and mm-hmm. and does the smooch and then sets them down on the ground. And then as he turns to um, to walk back down the ramp, she swats him on the ass um, <laughs> and grins and um, and the, like does a little jig back into the wyvern, smiling. Where do we find uh, Carrie as the, the ship takes off into the, the sky once again? I think we see Carrie down in the uh, cargo hold. Uh we can't actually hear anything going on, but they're chatting animatedly with Caddy, uh, and appears they are collaborating on a song together. Caddy's mm. mm. got a big mech-sized banjo. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> no, Caddy's background vocals. Mm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and percussion. Yeah. You can play the spoons with just your hands. Uh, cute. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, a wine, where do we find you? Uh, a wine's in the cockpit, um, uh, talking to the wyvern, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, they have checked and double checked everything, uh, and they have hands on thrusters, um, and... They say, uh, you ready to go back out there? Uh, it is what I was made for. (laughs) (laughs) Say me too. Say me too. 
I like the image of Molly actually being right outside the door saying that. (laughs) Uh, No, I think they uh, smile um, and pat the console and say, uh, then bring me that horizon. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Because I'm a basic (laughs) bitch. (laughs) See you next time, Space Cowboys. La- uh yeah uh thank you for tuning in to uh 90 hold on a second let me see how many episodes we've had um thank you for tuning in to uh 90 episodes <laughs> jesus yeah i want this season to be short he said mm-hmm. i want this season to only run about a year he said he said mm-hmm. uh he's bad at his job uh, <laughs> he's good at his job. That's Sa- a lie. He's very good. At his says job. the person that's like, "Don't worry, I'll cut this out." <laughs> I only cut it out. I only don't cut it out if it's funny and not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair. The, but yeah. Uh, thank you for tuning into ninety episodes of this. Uh, we will be taking a little bit of a break, <laughs> but we'll be back. Um. Yeah, uh, with me uh, has been playing a wine. It, I was going to say was Danielle, as though Danielle is no longer, will cease to exist once we stop recording, uh, is Danielle. Oh no, our sentience, we don't have rights to it anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been Danielle. Uh, you can continue to find me on the internet at redtailtalk90. Uh, come talk to me about a wine or any of my characters. Um, if you like Animorphs, check out our Animorphs-inspired actual play podcast, Dumb Kids Playing Hero. Uh, that is not ending and is, in fact, ramping the fuck up. Uh, or if you like nonfiction podcasts, uh, check out Escafil Files, where myself and our good friend Jade read through the Animorphs books one at a time uh, and review them. And playing D is Malia. Hello, I have been Malia. Uh, I will proceed to be Thanos snapped out of existence upon the end of my outro. Um, But I can come back again stronger and even more whatever this existence of me is. Uh, if, you know, you come back for our next season, or if you want to check me and some other delightful gays out, uh, you can come on over and see us in the Hope's Hearth, or uh, we're the Hearthside on, uh, Enclave now. Uh, you can check us out on our Twitter, where we proceed to rub our grubby gay hands on everything. It's just <laughs> at Hope's Hearth Pod. Nice. Uh, and... Playing Carrie is Richard. Hi, I've been Richard. You can find me on Twitter at Corvus underscore Azure. And playing Winter is Anya. I've been Anya. Uh, so long and thanks for all the fish. <laughs> so sad that it has come to this. And playing Molly is Shannon. Hi, I have been and continue to be Shannon. I was Molly. I will be someone else for um, season three, three, 
season three. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Big Mom Energy, although I don't post there because life is a hellscape. Um, but I love all you people. Thanks for listening. Uh, and I'm Brian. Uh, find us on Twitter at RoomwarePod. Uh, website roomwarepod.com, Patreon roomwarepod, roomwarepod.cash. Uh, check out the link to our Discord in the description below. Um, it's it's been real. Uh, thank you. Uh, goodbye forever. No, no <laughs> not, what, forever. not forever. Oh, goodbye temporarily. Goodbye forever. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we picking this up at, Danielle? Uh, so I think the scene opens on a uh, like a, a bedroom, mm-hmm. um, similar to how we saw Elijah was essentially just staying in someone's house, right? Um, we they have put Commander Evans up in a house probably not just like a random citizen's house because commander evans is actively very dangerous yeah yeah he's probably like (sighs) sunbright doesn't necessarily believe in doesn't like the idea of keeping prisoners but this dude is is act like this isn't baron carter who is not necessarily harmless but he doesn't have beef with them Right. Right. In fact, he's fine being here because that means he's not dead. <laughs> right. Um, Commander Evans and Elijah, for that matter, were two separate, like a wholly different category of person. Like maybe yeah. through some talking and some deep conversation and everything like that, possibly you can maybe make a breakthrough with them. But maybe, maybe not. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean you want them running off to. Mm hmm you know, to get communications or, you know, kill somebody in the night. Yeah. Yeah. Some guys are in fact just bad. Yeah. Um, and so like maybe there's like the, the room has been not stripped, but it's pretty bare. Um, and there are maybe a few more people living in the house. Um, 
and maybe there's someone like sitting outside the bedroom door um, when all wine wheels up um, and they wave the the person off um, saying that they'll they'll be like 10 minutes 15 minutes maybe um, and you know the the guard can go take a brief rest get some water whatever um and so they enter the room and how do they see commander evans um I think he's just sitting on the edge of the bed, sort of like elbows on thighs, sort of like looking down. And he looks up at you as you come into the room. Uh, I don't think he says anything. To, he's not going to initiate the conversation. Mm hmm. Uh, Alwyn has a one of their pistols in their lap. Um. They're not trying to hide it. Uh, they do have their hand on it. Um, and as the door closes behind them, uh, they kind of take a long moment to look at their dad. Um, and they say, you know, I kind of wondered how Coop could have done it, but I'm beginning to understand. Am I supposed to pretend like any of those words you said mean anything to me? No, I don't expect they do. What are you here for? I am not going to become an asset to your organization. You will find no absolution here. I'm here to decide whether I'm going to kill you or not. What happened to that previous decision? When you had me at your mercy before? I'll tell you. What happened? You looked inside of yourself, and there's a part of you that loves to believe that things that you're doing are the right things, that you are, at the end of the day, a good person. But what you don't want to admit to yourself is that that's not there. At night, when you lay down and you reflect upon your actions for the day, you know that what you're doing is not right, a wine. That what you're doing is not good or moral. What you're doing is selfish. You are always a selfish child. And they raise the gun um, and point it square at his chest and... They say, I have been a lot of things. Selfish is one of them. But that's not why I didn't kill you then. If I kill you in front of your men, you become a martyr. If I kill you here, there's a modicum of doubt. And I wanted to hope a little bit that 
maybe you might be turned around or something. But that was pretty naive to believe, considering you've always been an asshole. And you're going to learn, like I learned. There is no clean morality when trying to protect the greater good. Do what you feel like you need to. But I don't forgive you, child. That might be the first thing you've said in about mm, 30 years that I actually agree with. Uh, And they pull the hammer back and the scene goes dark. (laughs) 